Hi everyone, this is Prasha here. Happy Monday. Today I'm talking about a really important topic and that is how to create a long-term career plan. This is so important and I know most of you are high performers at your companies. I know most of you are very ambitious. I know that most of you are very proactive about your jobs in general, but nobody teaches us these things of like how to plan. One of the things that helped me a lot in my 7 years of career where I got promoted about four times in total including my very last um, promotion into the DNI role um what I learned was me being organized me being thoughtful me being intentional and me being proactive to a point where I knew exactly what I'm going to do next and then I was able to be confident in my conversations with people when I looked for new roles or when I asked for promotion I think a lot of us are very good at certain things certain parts parts of the process whether it's being really high performers or whether it's being you know intentional or proactive but we're not we're not organized we don't follow all the steps we just do what comes easily to us and then we forget about it all right so but today I want to give you an actual action plan so get a pen and paper pause this episode if you're driving then don't get a pen and paper just listen to this again when you have time and make notes and if you have any questions do send me a message so let's get started the step number 1 is find two to three relatable role models i always always say find people that you'd like to be like to become like right like find some women find some people that you have something in common with and see where you, where they are in their career and if you feel inspired then connect with them right the few things you want to look in a relatable role model is number 1 that they have a title that you'd really really like to have number 2 you share similar struggles they have something in common with you that is super super important and finally three they're approachable so don't go for the ceos don't go for like really higher ups just somebody who's two to four steps ahead of you three steps ahead of you and somebody who knows you know who shows you the path which it seems realistic to you you know a lot of times people go after the ceos or some really really high titles just to find out that you know when they're not approachable to they're so far removed from your reality that they can't help you because they're going to say things like you know i was in your role like 10 years ago like i can't remember you know what happened and how i moved ahead so if you go for people who are two to three steps ahead of you what will happen is these people will remember their time when they were in your shoes and they can be of a little bit more assistance and help and the help that we're looking for is not so much they help you grow it's just getting on a coffee chat with them for 20 minutes that's it and following them on like social media or keeping up with things that are happening in their careers just so you can stay closer to them so that means they know who you are you know who they are and this proximity will create believability right if you're closer to someone you're more likely to you know experience the same thing for yourself too which means if she can do it i can do it that's why we want proximity i know a lot of you will get overwhelmed by this thought because you'll say oh my god this person is so much ahead of me that's why i'm saying stick to two to three steps and then focus on the struggles that are common between you guys so that means even if she's ahead even if they're ahead it doesn't matter the fact that she overcame similar challenges as you should just inspire you so f- focus on the positives don't dwell on the negatives don't make yourself feel bad and if there's somebody in there that makes you feel that way where you can't be inspired you just maybe you know 
just don't have affinity towards them, you don't like them, whatever, for whatever reason, then they're not right role models for you. Find people that you inspire you in, in genuine, like genuinely, right? And don't try to fake this. So find in your company, I highly recommend your company, maybe one person can be from your company, one person can be from, you know, your dream company, one person can be from somewhere else. And if they're in your company, the only good thing about that is they'll take your calls and they know the company culture and they can be a little bit more insightful. If they're in another company, it can be a great networking activity, but they may not be of that much assistance because every company operates differently for growth. All right. And this growth that we're talking about in this episode is more internal growth, right? Like more like role and moving to the next level, moving to the next title. I'm not talking about switching companies every five years that's not what i'm talking about i'm just saying whatever you are how do you go to the next level so first step is finding those two to three relatable role models the checklist for a role model is they should be two to three steps ahead of you they should share at least one or two struggles like you whether it's the fact that they're indian or whether they were on h1b or they're a woman or you know anything that really really strikes semblance between the two of you and number three is um, that they should be in a role that you really really want right and that they inspire you to become that so start there and start connecting with these people don't be afraid don't be shy when you're on the call with them you want to ask them simple questions like you know i aspire to be like you what would be your advice for someone like me like what can i do you know these are the things i'm good at these are the things i'm not so good at like these are the things i would like to work on you know so ask them what would be their advice one advice not hundreds of advice another great question to ask is what's your favorite book right like ask these people they'll tell you ask them what's your biggest challenge you know coming up in your career as you became the vp or this executive person or director what's your biggest challenge and how did you overcome it so almost like you're interviewing them but also you're honoring them in the process right you're giving them a moment of like i'm so inspired by you that i want to know a little bit about you 15 20 minutes it shouldn't be extensively long these people are super busy and i promise you again as i said just the proximity will inspire you more will push you forward and this has to be a regular exercise ladies so make sure you're doing this uh, once in six months at least once in six months now sometimes you'll find people that will genuinely care about you and you know it'll form into a mentorship relationship of sorts especially if they're in your company and that's awesome then you nurture it by seeing them every month or every two months but sometimes it'll as i said it'll just be a coffee chat and you may not ever hear from them but the fact that you're following their journey the fact that you've learned something from them already uh, trust that you know in a room that you're not there they might sponsor you you don't know they they because they know you and they know what you want. When you leave the call, always tell them, please, if I can be of any help, let me know. I know it's hard to think that you can be of a help to a VP, but nobody asks them that question. And who knows, maybe maybe you will be of help, right? So please make sure that you genuinely ask them this question that, please let me know if I can be of any help. Um, and you know, maintain that genuine, genuine approach throughout the call. But you have to do it every three to six months to make sure that you're always surrounded by inspiring people. And as I said, some of them will become friends, some of them will become acquaintances, some of them will become mentors, and some of them will just become people that you connected with. You know, one time I spoke to a CEO of our company, he was the CEO of entire North America. I was really young. I was, a, I was just a design engineer at the time. I was literally a nobody in the company, there were 30,000 employees. 
and he took the time to talk to me and I'll always remember that interaction like that never gets old you know so good interactions enrich our lives even if they don't become anything so just do it for that reason and do it to inspire yourself okay now step number two uh, set up two to three non-negotiables for your next steps I always like to set non-negotiables like amount of salary or the title so when I was design engineer I wanted to really really be a manager in fact one of my goals was to become the youngest manager in the plant and everybody told me it's not possible but it was my non-negotiable so I didn't apply for lead engineer jobs I didn't apply for internal senior jobs I waited for the right management role to open in the meantime I inquired with people what is the best manager title you think that would suit me and you know through those conversations I found out that you know quality manager would be that next step so titles non-negotiables can be titles amount of salary it can be location so as my career grew um, and we settled in Rhode Island um, I didn't want to travel I didn't want to relocate so then one of my non-negotiables became look I'm gonna grow but I'm gonna grow here because I can't move right so these are the kind of things that you always want to have set for your next role so I like to set these every two years right um, every job you do try to have an exit strategy right like two years you want to get out of it one to two years is a great time one year is too short I think two years is a great time all right so set those two to three non-negotiables all every two years for yourself you can do this on a yearly basis during your annual review with the manager and then with yourself right so first do it with yourself and then share it like I shared it with my managers that you know what my next role has like I want to be a manager but you have to be confident in that ask right so that's why be intentional take some time to think what are the things I need for my next role and stick to it don't get afraid what if I don't get it oh don't lose the fight before you fight it at least decide first because once you decide you can advocate then you can ask right imagine if you went to a store didn't know what to buy nobody can help you right so if you set your non-negotiables trust that the right people will be able to help you because those are things that matter to you okay number three create a vision of when you retire what would you be proud of what would you leave behind what will be your legacy I think whenever I looked at my career um, and I always thought of this for some reason I was a little bit farsighted in this case but I always used to think when I retired in 20 years 30 years what would be my legacy you know and how would my co-workers and my company remember me and that was super important in helping me grow in my career because it was a part of the plan if I have a vision if I have a future if I have a <coughs> destination in mind then I will act from that place you know if you have no direction no de- destination no vision no intention then you'll just have a normal experience it would, there would be nothing great about it I always thought that I wanted to leave a legacy of growth I want to leave a legacy of anything is possible I wanted to leave a legacy that one women can do anything but two anybody can do anything you know I worked very closely with my staff with all the operators because I genuinely cared about what we made and I thought my legacy would be that you know I connected the world we made cables And I felt really good about that, you know, and that's why I never looked for jobs in other companies. I hardly did. I think I've only interviewed for a couple of companies outside my company Uh, and that too in like moments of (laughs) panic sometimes when we got bought out, things like that. But 
I genuinely think having a vision, just sit one day on a Saturday and write down, what would be my legacy? What would I leave behind? Right? Would it be like somebody who really grew very fast in their career? Would it be somebody who created something epic at their job? Would it be something that, you know, that, like, did I create a technology, a tool, a method, a way of thinking, you know, or how I led people? What would it be that people would remember me by? And I didn't get to retire in 30 years, but when I left, I felt that warmth and I felt that I had made a change. And I always focused on that. Now with my business too, I focus a lot on that vision. You know, in 10 years, what would be, what, what is that I'd be proud of, right? So always have a vision, always have a vision. My vision was to be a CEO, you know, it was a big vision. But when I know that vision, I can deduce the steps to it, right? So if I know a CEO, like if I, if I know I want to be a CEO, I find a couple of role models and ask them how they did it I can really map that road for myself and I was on that road if I stayed in corporate I'm not saying I'm like not being bashful or like boastful but I knew that if I stuck to what I was doing eventually I'd make it to the c-suite and in fact when I left I was a global deputy director for DNI I don't think I was too far from the c-suite you know I don't think so so I think this is super, super important to think about is what's your vision? Because very few people have it. And we have a lot of tools in the academy to help you with it. Um, whether it's writing, you know, your five, 10 year vision, it's a, an exercise available to you. Whether it's listening to the epic start of the year journal, there is also audio for you to visualize uh, what the future could look like. So there are many ways to set that vision. But if you don't set it, then that's on you right then you're going to short sell yourself every step of the way number four talk more about what you want right and the more you talk about it to either it's your peers peers maybe not the best best group but to your managers to the higher ups to the role models you're talking to the more you talk about it the more clarity you will get and that's how I got a lot of clarity in my career was through conversations right like whether it's talking to a relatable role model whether it's talking to a mentor whether it's talking to somebody like who was like 20 years ahead of me you know in age and in profession and I would just sit with them on a coffee like actual in-person meeting and just be like you know what hey I want to be a prime manager how do you do that you know voice that like people love that it's very very inspiring and and yes there were some people who thought I was too boastful but who cares I don't want this career clarity for them I need it for myself so yes some people will judge you some people won't like you and who cares but a lot of people will help you because they know see when I used to tell people that I want to be a quality manager um what happened was when I did apply for the job, not only was I vocal about this need or this want for a while, I had actually put it in my performance review summary. And what happened was when that job opened, a bunch of people applied. Okay, so there were a few senior engineers. There were a lot of people wanting to be managers in our, in our plant. So a bunch of people applied. But what stood out for my application was my intention and my vision. So they knew that this girl, one year ago, she knew she wanted this. She has told a bunch of people that she wants it, like including people that are, you know, very higher up in the organization that are part of her network. And she's expressed this interest very genuinely for a long time. So we should give her a chance. So out of those people with 10 years, 15 years experience, they gave a, gave 
the chance to meet. I only had three years. But what what stood me apart was my my being vocal, my clarity, and then my my confidence of asking people how to do it, so that they could vouch for me when I applied for the role. Does that make sense? So please be vocal. Tell your manager you want it. Don't be afraid. Worst thing he's gonna say, look, that's like a five-year thing. All right, let's map it out. How do we get there? That's the question we need to ask our managers. Not so much, do you think I can get it? No, I want it, you tell me how to get it. That's his job, to help you move in your career, right? That's her job, like to help you grow. But it's your job to steer the wheel and to pump the gas. All right. So talk about it. Talk about it to everybody. Even the two, three relatable role models you get on a coffee chat with. Tell them, you know, I aspire to be CEO one day. They like that. They'll be very impressed. It takes a lot of courage to say that. And it takes a lot of clarity to say that. But and then you don't know. You just don't know. What if this person is on the hiring team when you finally in 10 years apply for the CEO role? They'll be like, you know what, 10 years ago this guy said this to me and now we are here. What an exceptionally awesome seed to plant, right? So think about it. And then finally, put your goals on your calendar. So what does that mean? Is that next promotion, you, you, should, you should plan for it. You should actually put that on your calendar. Look, June 1st is my one year at this company. June 1st, 2023 is my second year at this company. I'm going to put a calendar reminder that this is the time I'm going to start applying for the next role because two years are up. So put those goals. When I was going to quit my job, I had set the goal for almost two years out um, and it was set for July 7th, 2022. And it was already on my calendar. So I knew it was happening, right? It happened just one year sooner. But that's what will happen if you write down there's a high likelihood that will happen. If you put it on calendar, there's a high likelihood that you'll take it seriously. And there's a high likelihood that you'll have a plan as you're looking at these milestones diligently. All right. So please remember that these are some amazing steps you can take to create your own long-term career plan. If you want me to do more episodes on this topic, explain a few more things, please send me a message so I know. I know sometimes podcasts can be a one-way communication. It's hard to know what's working, what's not working, what do you need more of? So communicate, tell me more and I can help you more. And thank you so much for being here. This podcast is one of my favorite things to do every single week. And I hope that you enjoy it as much too. Bye-bye.